Want your boss to put some real action behind the rhetoric when they talk about making your workplace more inclusive? Find out how to hold their feet to the fire and demand diversity on the Diversity Dude podcast. Hello there, and welcome to the Diversity Dude podcast. I'm your host, Lambert Fisher, marriage and family therapist, award-winning author, and national speaker on the topic of multicultural awareness, diversity. Before we get started, uh, it'll be good to mention that Minneapolis holds a special place in the entrepreneur and desire of Houston White's heart. Uh, it's where you got to start. So whether it's launching the Get Down uh, Coffee Company or his new Houston White for Target collection, Houston takes immense pride in giving back and inspiring those around him. Watch Houston discuss turning passions into reality and the importance of lifting up the community on Target's exciting content series, Black Beyond, now playing on YouTube.com slash Target. And regarding the Diversity Do podcast specifically, for those of you who are interested in even more positive and encouraging tips and strategies beyond that which I share in podcasts like these, then feel free to check out my award-winning book, Diversity and Clinical Practice, recently recognized as an Independent Book Publishers Association Benjamin Franklin Gold Award winner for the unique way in which it addresses often difficult topics such as multicultural awareness and diversity. Also, it was recently published as an audiobook for your listening convenience. And I hope that no matter what your role or your position, if you're a helping professional in any way, that you consider ordering diversity in clinical practice to help your practice and all your staff learn how to practice practice and encourage strengthening cultural diversity in uh, professional and personal relationships for those whom whoever you serve. Similarly, whether it be through my one-on-one relationship building efforts as a therapist or my informing and empowering efforts as an author and speaker, my personal mission is to do my best to improve the world one strengthened relationship at a time. So today, I wanted to talk to you about the recent controversy that revealed itself in the casting of an African-American lead in the Little Mermaid upcoming live action movie. So uh, about a week ago, um, following a recent trend to turn beloved animated Disney classics into live action remakes, Disney released a teaser trailer for the upcoming live action remake of the originally animated movie, The Little Mermaid. And during the trailer, uh, viewers watched in wonder, getting a chance to see just a glimpse of the quality cinematography they would see in the full live action underwater movie, including the water, the variety of colorful sea creatures and more. In addition, viewers also got a chance to see an underwater glimpse of the main character in the movie, the Little Mermaid herself, Ariel. And it is here where viewers' reactions seem to have split down a controversial line a line that can reasonably be described as either loved it or hated it. Now, I know that words like love and hate have strong connotations, but they're not exaggerations. For on one hand, after this teaser trailer was released, there was a wave of videos being posted on social media of parents recording their children of color watching the trailer for the first time with rapt attention, eyes of wonder, mouths agape in surprise at Disney having cast an African-American singer and actress, Halle Bailey, as Ariel. These families would then go on to express that they love the trailer and they look forward to seeing the full movie. Others watched the same trailer and yet in contrast had a very different reaction, many of whom contributed to the teaser trailer having received over 1.5 million YouTube dislikes and counted. That's a rare accomplishment, especially for just a teaser trailer for a movie that no one's actually seen in its entirety yet and definitely indicative of a controversial reception, to say the least. Now, I acknowledge that there are a lot of strong feelings on both sides of this controversy, and 
I don't claim to have a solution that will make everyone happy. However, considering the reality that this controversy has sparked a lot of online as well as in-person arguments and strained relationships, then I'd like to share uh, uh, some insights of a few misunderstandings that get in the way of healthy mutual understanding, interaction, and maintain relationships, no matter whether you liked the Disney casting choice of the upcoming movie or not. First, Many who were not fans of the movie trailer believe that those who love the trailer are trying to take everything that is white and replacing it with experiences of people of color, essentially replacing them and everything that they identify with as if to convey that white is bad and everything non-white is better. Now, on one hand, I can understand the desire to protect oneself from being replaced and to maintain that which you've grown accustomed. However, that's not the goal or motivation behind liking this trailer casting. A person doesn't have to dislike one group of people in order to appreciate a rare opportunity to see themselves represented in a significant film role. For decades, the symbolism of the Disney princess has held a special place in the lives of fans, young and old. And only rarely and recently has that included a healthy perspectives of princesses of diverse ethnic backgrounds. Uh, and over the years, Fans have successfully and creatively identified with the character's story, despite the differences between them and the character from different skin tones to different heights, body shapes and the like. I, I can see little kids dressing up as their favorite characters for Halloween and, uh, and in certain dresses and maybe even a, a wig to match their character's skin color, uh, hair color, only to have a classmate or a neighbor see the costume and conclude that they don't look enough like the real character. And so when this trailer depicted an iconic Disney princess in a way that was unlike the original representation, it provided an opportunity for kids of color to need a little less creativity and effort to imagine and identify with their favorite character. While you can argue with whether or not this should or should not matter in the grand scheme of things, the impact of such on a sense of identity and self-esteem is nonetheless significant which is often where the contrasting, contrasting perspective comes into play. Or there are many who disliked or even hated the teaser trailer for reasons beyond critique of the cinematography choices that were made. And while some admittedly or privately disliked the movie because or the trailer because it was racist uh, and held uh, because they have racist views held toward people of color, there are so many who would assert that racism was not their motivating factor. You see, there are some who openly support increased representation and opportunities for everyone and even and especially underrepresented communities like people of color as well as other underrepresented genders or sexual orientations or religions abilities and more in the general sense and yet still have a problem when it comes to changing something with which they are familiar simply put change is hard and they would much rather support you creating something new that represents you uh, and that doesn't require them to change in any way from that which they're previously familiar. Some of these individuals would have no problem supporting the creation of another Black Panther superhero movie uh, set largely in Africa, as it requires no change on their part. However, when the, even the thought of casting an African-American actor in the role of, say, Superman, who has been historically depicted by white actors, arises, then threats begin to emerge against the actors who are even being considered for the role, making them fear the consequences of accepting that role. Why? For various reasons, but sometimes that's simply because change is hard. Now, some might argue that this is understandable. 
And in some ways I agree. Like I said, change is hard. But it is important that while we avoid change for change's sake and assuming that new is always better, we, we explore what things could and should stay the same and for what reason and what things can be changed to achieve a greater benefit. For example, uh, sticking with the movie genre for a moment, there's a certain significance to the ethnicity of the role of Mulan, such that casting an Asian or Asian American character takes on a certain significance, not only to the role and to the storytelling, but also to the viewers watching the movie. That cannot be accomplished in the same way if a white actor, no matter how skilled the actor is, is cast in the same role. This is similar to the significance of casting actors of Egyptian or Indian descent as the Aladdin and Jasmine in the live action movie Aladdin or Hispanic actors to voice the characters of the animated movie Encanto. For uh, for what it's worth, I would have a similar argument to the decisions made when casting the role of Scottish Princess Merida if they ever make a live action ver- version of the movie, a Disney movie uh, Bray. It's the same logic. However, When there is no ethnic significance to the character or the story, there's an opportunity then to cast the best actor for the role, regardless of ethnicity. This was seen when African-American female uh, was cast as the lead character in the 2014 remake of the movie Annie. Or when African-American singer Brandy was cast in the 1997 Cinderella, or later, more recently, in a 2021 version of Cinderella, when uh, Camila Cabello was cast as Cinderella. There was nothing about these stories where the character was required to be white to tell the story. And yet these castings caused similar uproars because change was uncomfortable and deemed unnecessary at the least and offensive or even reverse racist at the worst. But do you see the misunderstanding underneath these reactions? The goal is not change for change's sake, no matter the consequences, nor is it change to correct something that was wrong that needed to be righted. Instead, it was an opportunity to cast a great singer or actor for a great character. And that happened to be someone who could who some could easily identify with, while uh, many others would have to utilize a little bit more imagination and creativity than they are used to doing. My hope for you is that whether you dislike or like the direction Disney is moving with this particular film and Disney princess depiction, that you will be able to see everyone as having a desire to see themselves represented in positive film roles. Some will be able to do so more easily with an abundance of opportunities, with variations to choose from, and through no direct responsibility of their own. They're not making these movies. Uh, Preferring this convenience doesn't automatically make someone racist, nor does difficulty with change. And still, others don't have the same abundance of opportunity and may require more creativity to do the same. And as a result, appreciate it immensely when opportunities present themselves that help them do so with less work. If you find yourself in conversation with someone with a different set of preferences uh, or, or understandings, try to avoid the temptation to preemptively and aggressively protect yourself from their difference and instead own the legitimacy of your own preference and focus your energy on helping everyone you encounter find their own way to identify with positive representations wherever they can find them. With that, I'll say thanks again for listening to the Diversity Do podcast. And if you have any pressing diversity-related questions that you'd like me to address on an upcoming podcast, or if your organization is in need of a shame-free and empowering guest speaker training on this often-sensitive topic, 
then feel free to reach out to me direct, directly at www.lambertsfisher.com. And if you know anyone who can benefit from a positive and encouraging perspective on the often difficult topic of diversity, feel free to send them a link to this podcast so they can be encouraged as well. And again, check out my award-winning book, Diversity in Clinical Practice, available in paper and audiobook formats on Amazon.com. And I look forward to addressing as many topics as possible in the future of this podcast to help you improve as many relationships as possible, both at work, at home, and in your community. And as always, remember this. You don't need to know everything about everyone in order to have a positive impact on someone. Thank you all for tuning in and have a great day. Tune in each week and find out how to demand and implement diversity at your job. To hear more, check out previous Diversity Dude shows on ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com. Get fast, reliable internet for any budget. Now qualifying customers can get Xfinity internet free through the Affordable Connectivity Program. That's right, free high-speed internet from Xfinity. And Internet Essentials customers can get equipment included at no extra cost. Get started today. At hy we take pride of being part of the communities we serve. In 2021, we donated more than 14 million meals, and this year, we're committed to doing even more. For over 90 years, we've been the place that people turn in time of need, and we take that very seriously. That's why we're loading our semis full of food this week and making deliveries across the Midwest to help families this Easter. To join our effort, simply donate when you're at the checkout. Together, we can make a big difference for those in need. Looking for a meaningful career with great pay and great benefits? Want to be part of something bigger? Here's your chance. Union Pacific Railroad is hiring train crew members of the Twin Cities area, now offering hiring incentives up to $15,000. No previous railroad experience is needed. We provide all the essential training, and you can get a free college education while working. Get your career on the right track with Union Pacific and apply today at up.jobs/minnesota. That's up.jobs/minnesota. There's a new way. There's a new way to get around in North Minneapolis. It's Metro Transit Micro, a new ride-sharing service that connects you with Metro Transit bus routes or wherever you need to go on the north side. It's convenient, affordable, and accessible. Metro Transit Micro uses minibuses to reach more neighborhoods, and you'll have shorter wait times. It costs just the same as bus routes, and it's easy to use. You can pay your fare in cash, a go-to card, or the Metro Transit app. Just go to metrotransit.org slash micro. Download the app and create your account. It's really simple. So whether you're going to a friend's house in Bryn Mawr to watch the Vikings game, or you need to get dropped off at the Metro C-Line station to hop on a bus to get to work across town, Metro Transit Micro got you covered. Book a ride, get picked up, and get where you need to go. Start riding today on one of the new Metro Transit Micro minibuses. Did you know that United Healthcare helps connect you to doctors and therapists with 24-7 access to virtual care? So I could have therapy from my couch? Yep. Or a doctor appointment from my car? If you wanted to. Wait, you're right. I don't even like when people see me sing in the car. Couch appointment it is. Virtual visits are just one of the ways United Healthcare helps connect you to better health. Learn more at UHC.com. Plan benefits may vary. You started your business with big dreams and big ideas. But achieving your goals is a matter of doing the little things right. At Bremer Bank, we're ready to help you navigate all the details 
questions, and challenges you encounter on your way to growth and success. Because right now, relationships matter more than ever, and understanding is everything. Find out more at bremer.com. It's never too late to set the stage for well-being. Here's your well-being tip of the day from YMCA of the North. Put mindfulness in your tool belt. Mindfulness is a method of paying attention and bringing awareness to whatever is happening at the moment. Be open to the idea of being present and honest with yourself. Observe what's happening rather than trying to control what's happening. We reduce our stress, anxiety, and negative emotions when observing rather than get overly flustered in our reactions. For more well-being tips, meditation, and yoga classes, visit us at ymcanorth.org forward slash well-being. At General Mills, our table is your table. And we believe racial equity, diversity, and inclusion are key ingredients for our success. Learn more about our work to inspire change at generalmills.com forward slash racial equity.